Greetings. Good morning. Welcome to today's podcast. We're going to be reading two books, Faith to Faith and Limitless Love. We'll go ahead and start with Limitless Love first. Blessed to be a blessing. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you as the Father has sent me. I also send you. John 20, 21. New American Standard. Let's go ahead and pray, folks, before we get started. Whose Father? Our Father, who art in heaven. Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Limitless love, blessed to be a blessing. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you, as the Father has sent me. I also send you. John twenty twenty one. There's a reason why we as believers need to receive all the blessings God has promised us. There's a reason why we should fight the good fight of faith and receive the fullness of the victory Jesus brought for us. Spirit, soul, and body. It's not just so that we can have our bills paid and our bodies healed. It's not just so that we can enjoy our lives and watch television in comfort. No, the reason is far greater than that. We ought to do it because we love the Lord Jesus. We ought to do it because he sent us to represent him to the world. Just as he was sent to represent the Father to the world, we ought to do it because he's given us a purpose and a calling, and we want to fulfill it. Many Christians seem to have the idea that Jesus is going to do things in the earth apart from his church. They seem to think that even without us, he can minister to people and carry out the Great Commission. But that's not the picture the New Testament presents. It says that we are the body of Christ in the earth, Although Jesus is the head, the works that he does now in the earth, he does through us. Our bodies are necessary to Jesus. They are the temples of the Holy Spirit. We need strong, healthy bodies to do what he needs done. Our minds are important to Jesus. We need minds that are free from the oppression of the devil. We need minds that are king, filled with the wisdom of God so that We can effectively serve the master. Our finances are important to Jesus. We need to prosper enough to have money to do what Jesus has called us to do on the earth. Do you remember how Jesus healed and delivered the madman of Gadara? Jesus set that man free from a legion of demons. He clothed him and put him in his right mind. But that's not the end of the story. Before Jesus left that man, he said to him, Go home to thy friends and tell them how great things the Lord has done for thee. Mark 5.19 Jesus set the man free to fulfill a purpose and a calling. He does the same thing for you and me. That's why it's selfish for us to be satisfied with less than God intends us to have. That's why it's selfish for us to let the devil defeat us in any area of our lives. Jesus needs you and me to prosper and be in health, even as our soul prospers. 
If we're sick, broken down, and always hurting, we won't be able to carry out the mission He has given us. Jesus needs us to be spiritually, physically, and financially able to complete the works He started. He needs us to be blessed so that we can be a blessing, and if we truly love Him, that's exactly what we do. Amen. Hallelujah. What a good reading. The valuable thing, folks, is that we are the temple of the Lord. He does live in us, His glorious temple. Keeping it free from contamination thats and from evil thoughts. That's our job, folks. And now, faith to faith. Discourage the devil by Gloria Copeland. She uses Luke 6, 23 Blessed are you when men shall hate you, and when they shall separate you from their company, and shall reproach you, and cast you out of your name as evil, for the Son of Man's sake, for the Son of Man's sake, rejoice in that day and leap for joy. For behold, your reward is great in heaven, for in the like manner they did their fathers unto the prophets. Luke six twenty two twenty three. One more time. Let's read that again. Please perk your ears up. Listen up. Blessed are you. When men shall hate you, and when they shall separate you from their company, and shall reproach you, and cast out your name as evil, for the Son of Man's sake, rejoice in that day, and leap for joy, for behold, your reward is great in heaven, for in the like manner did their fathers unto the prophets. Luke six twenty two and 23. Do you want to know how to depress the devil? Just follow the instructions in that last verse. When persecution comes, when friends or family criticize you because you lay hands on the sick and believe in healing, and when co-workers call you a fanatic because you love Jesus and aren't afraid to say so, rejoice, shout hallelujah, and leap for joy. I tell you that will discourage the devil to no end. He's expecting that persecution to hurt you. He's expecting it to damage your faith, to wipe you out, and to leave you in dismay. I'm not saying you should enjoy the persecution itself, but you can learn to overlook the discomfort of those things by focusing your attention on the rewards that are coming and the fact that Jesus said, You are blessed. The Apostle Paul certainly knew how to do that. He was an expert on rejoicing in the midst of persecution. Satan was constantly stirring up trouble for him. But do you know what he said about all that persecution? He said it was not even worth considering compared to the glory that was about to be revealed. If Paul could rejoice in the midst of beatings, stonings, shipwrecks, imprisonment, and almost every other kind of persecution, you can too. Just do what he did when he was told by the Holy Ghost that bonds and afflictions awaited him. He said, But none of these things move me, neither count I my life dear unto myself, so that I may finish my course with joy in the ministry which I have received of the Lord Jesus, to testify the gospel of the grace of God. Acts twenty twenty four. 
Don't get all caught up in what people think and what people say down here on earth. Get caught up in pleasing the Lord. Get caught up in finishing your course with joy. Get caught up in the glorious hope that's ahead. For the hope is enough to make anyone under any circumstances leap for joy. Amen. Additional scripture reading is Acts 16, 16 to 35. Let's go ahead and go over there. <clears throat> I'll read that to you so you don't have to look it up yourself. How about, how about that? Is that good? Okay, the book of Acts, chapter 16, verse 16 to 35. Isn't that amazing, the technology we have? I don't have to bring my big old Bible out here. I can do it on my smartphone. Thank you, Jesus. This is Paul in prison at Philippi. One day, as we were going to the place of prayer, we were met by a young servant woman who had an evil spirit that enabled her to predict the future. She earned a lot of money for her owners by telling fortunes. She followed Paul and us, shouting, These men are servants of the Most High God. They announce to you how you can be saved. She did this for many days until Paul became so upset that he turned around and said to the spirit, In the name of Jesus Christ, I order you to come out of come out, out of her. The spirit went out of her that very moment. When her owners realized that their chances of making money was gone, they seized Paul and Silas and dragged them to the authorities in the public square. They brought them before the Roman officials and said, These men are Jews and they are causing trouble in our city. They are teaching customs that are against our law. We are Roman citizens and we cannot accept these customs or practice them. And the crowd joined in the attack against Paul and Silas. Then the officials tore the clothes of Paul and Silas and ordered them to be whipped. After a severe beating, they were thrown in jail and the jailer was ordered to lock them up tight. Upon receiving this order, the jailer threw them in to the inner cell and fastened their feet between heavy blocks of wood. About midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the other prisoners were listening to them. Suddenly, there was a violent earthquake, which shook the prison to its foundations. At once, all the doors opened, and the chains fell off all the prisoners. The jailer woke up, and when he saw the prison doors open, he thought that he that the prisoners had escaped, so he pulled out his sword and was about to kill himself. But Paul shouted at the top of his voice, Don't harm yourself. We are all here. The jailer called for a light, rushed in, and fell trembling at the feet of Paul and Silas. Then he led them out and asked, Sir, what must I do to be saved? They answered, Believe in the Lord Jesus, and you will be saved, you and your family. Then they preached the word of the Lord to him and to all the others in the house. At that very hour of the night, the jailer took them and washed their wounds, and he and all his family were baptized at once. Then he took Paul and Silas up into his house and gave them some food to eat. He and his family were filled with joy because they now believed in God. Amen. The next morning, the Roman authorities sent police officers with orders, let those men go. So the jailer told Paul, the officials have sent an order for you and Silas to be released. You may leave then and go in peace. But Paul said to the police officers, 
We were not found guilty of any crime, yet they whipped us in public, and we are Roman citizens. Then they threw us in prison, and now they want us to send us away secretly? Not at all. The Roman officials themselves must come here and let us out. The police officers reported these words to the Roman officials, and when they heard that Paul and Silas were Roman citizens, they were afraid, so they went and apologized to them. Then they led them out of the prison and asked them to leave the city. Paul and Silas left the prison and went to Lydia's house. There they met the believers, spoke words of encouragement to them, and left. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.